0: right in your face welcome back to the fadeaway podcast episode number 28 i'm your host Fade. i got my boy here Zaid. zade how you doing man
1: good how are you bro
0: oh i'm enjoying the nice weather uh love was in the air this weekend it was, i want to give a quick shout was. out to our boy Deej. dj congrats bro dj martina got locked up, got cuffed up mm-hmm. and uh you know now he's in Greece. Lucky, lucky guy. Lucky dude, lucky dude. Uh what I would do actually to go to Greece, I think, anything at this yeah,
1: point. Yeah, yeah. Anything. Once I mean I haven't gotten my second dose yet, but once I get that, I'm going to Have you all. ever just like
0: honestly sat there and been like, yo, what if I just moved to like Greece and became like a barista at <laughs> uh, like the Greek Starbucks <laughs> and just like lived you know, yeah. on the water, just in like a shack.
1: You could do it if I'm gonna if I'm gonna move to Greece. I'm, not, gonna be, I'm gonna be retired. I'm yeah. not trying to work as a barista.
0: I, PK's already planned
1: it out, but I, like <laughs> I'm saying it sounds pretty appealing. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, like, only bad part might be the time issue with watching basketball games and keeping up with the NBA. Yeah. That might be the issue. Uh, keeping up with North American time, I guess. And yeah, and, you know, but it might be worth it to live on the on on the beach, live on the water. Oh man, um, I would live on a boat if I lived in Greece on a boat that's yeah like that that's a good idea actually yeah hey let's make your dreams come true one day yeah let's do let's it let's
0: do it maybe we'll record from greece <laughs> actually hey as long as it can work from there what's
1: that we'll record on a,
0: we'll record on a boat. boat even yeah. better
1: yeah. even better uh let's get into the nitty-gritty the nitty-gritty a very jam-packed week of basketball uh three series three series were were done yeah uh finished uh one series started as well um plenty of action throughout this week uh, two game and, sevens two game sevens injuries um historic performances even um a bunch of things choke jobs choke uh, a bunch of choke jobs a bunch of things going down all the drama you could have asked for literally this last week had it all mm-hmm. um let's go one by one let's start at one by one brooklyn and milwaukee the series ends mm-hmm. in seven games uh, Milwaukee winning the bugs that did game. it, man. The bugs did it. The bugs squeezed out that game seven win in overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, a huge, huge win for them. Um, a lot to say about this series, depending on how you look at it, depending on how how you want to look at it. Um, I'm gonna let you go ahead and kick it off, kick kick off for us. What you yeah. thought about the series? What you thought about Brooklyn? and What you thought about Milwaukee? For sure.
0: So, I mean, in terms of Brooklyn. <sighs> We'll get into, like, why I think that they th- – this is a choke job. At the end of the day, I think they gave up a 2-0 lead. That's a fact. You had at, – at the point you were, you were up 2-0, you had four ch- five chances to win two games, and you lost four games in those five chances. So from that standpoint, I think this is a classic choke job. Um, mm-hmm. I think that Kevin Durant doesn't catch enough flack. Okay. Um. He had absolutely historic performances. Forty-nine point triple double. He deserves no flack. Keep well, zero. He, he played forty-eight minutes. He played fifty-three minutes. So one night, like he's playing hundred percent of the minutes. That's tiring, bro. It's definitely it's tiring. Tough off of a torn Achilles,
1: is, the previous season is absolutely, very tough. and
0: it's fantastic. I just don't know why it's necessary. It's really not that not that necessary. Like the narrative that they were trying to push, I felt Steve Nash by making him play all these minutes and yeah. Harden coming back from a hamstring playing in forty-five minutes is mm. we have nobody else. That's not true. I think they have a pretty decent team. Now let's talk about one guy that you know. I don't want to say I told you so, but Joe Harris.
1: I'm okay with this one though. Houdini,
0: Houdini Harris. Yo, <laughs> it's because a magician. G. I can't Houdini, believe Houdini Harris with the classic disappearing act I became can't Ben believe. Simmons. He I went can't five it. for twenty-seven. I think. Yeah. Oh, it was. I don't know if it was over the series or over his last. 27 attempted threes, but it was five for 27, 18% from downtown. He had wide open three in overtime in that game seven. Yeah. Couldn't sink it. So that's tough for sure. But, I mean, they have players. And if KD wants to be compared to the best player in the world or wants to be the best player in the world, then he's got to get some flack. LeBron gets flack for losing in the finals. In the finals. Right. This guy lost in the second round. He was up 2-0. Mm-hmm. He lost to a guy who airballed a free throw in the dying minutes of game seven in the fourth yeah. quarter. He's not
1: losing to that he, guy He necessarily. lost
0: They had five chances to win two games, and they ended up losing four times. That's unacceptable. You got it, you like had a, the series. Kevin Durant, you're a killer. You're an assassin. All mm-hmm. you need is one, one win over your next two games when you're up 2-0, and you have a 3-1 lead. And you lose both of them.
1: I'm gonna disagree with you heavily on the classic joke job, and I think because from Brooklyn's standpoint, you lose Kyrie in game four. I if I'm, if I'm not mistake. You lose I Kyrie. Think th- guy.
0: I think it was game two. Game was it that or early?
1: Game three, mid game three. Mid game three. I think mid game three or mid game four. You lose Kyrie Irving, who is a focal part of your offense. You didn't have James Harden before that because he was out due to, due to his hamstring injury. So you forced back an injured James Harden to come in and play and try to mesh with these guys. And James Harden looked horrible. He looked, he w- at, at times he wasn't doing anything for the team and that's not because he can't, or not, that's not because he's not good. It's just his hamstring injury just looked so bad and it, it, you know, it didn't let him do what he usually does on the basketball court. Because he's out of shape. And he's out of shape. You want to add that on to Because the, he's out of shape. I, well, the hamstring injury hamstring is still injuries there. only happened to those guys. Where I, I got one last <laughs>
0: year in softball, like maybe twice.
1: Yeah. But I'm saying like you, you have a hamstring injury and you're also out of shape. You want to add that in. We both know, we've both agreed that the duo of Kyrie and, and, and KD has looked far better than any other duo of this Nets team. It's been... They've played all sort of combinations. KD and James Harden didn't look the greatest. J, James Harden himself didn't look the greatest. When you... Talk about Kyrie, or sorry, uh, giving flack to KD. The last three games of the series, he averaged 43 points on 54% shooting. 12 rebounds. He lost. Six. I, I agree with you. He lost. No one can do it alone. I, having to play 48 minutes, a full game, dropping, averaging 40-plus points to will your team to win maybe, how are you going to LeBron. Believe- LeBron ran through the East alone. When Kyrie, when
0: Kyrie left, mm-hmm. he ran through the East alone. Maybe lost two games.
1: He's a lost. I mean, the Bru- When Kyrie, yeah, I guess so. Look, but that's but that's the thing. I, I, I'm not necessarily agreeing with calling Katie the best player in the world or, or or comparing Katie and LeBron. Katie and LeBron are different. Look, LeBron can carry these loads, and I get it. You want to compare Katie to these these elite players, but well, he has to. He, he, they're talking about him as the best player in the world, in the league. And I don't, yeah, I the forty nine point triple double. They're like, oh. Oh? I don't necessarily agree with, with him being, but at the end of the day, you need some sort of help. You need people to produce. It, I get it. LeBron did it alone, but he had guys produce. You have to have other players on the team who can score, other players on the team who can defend. You talk about James Harden, the last three games, he averaged 14 points a game. Like that's not going to help you. Shooting 30% from the field, that's not going to help you at all. Game so, five, the, the miraculous game five where KD dropped 49, 17, and 10, Jeff Green had 27 points. Do you know how big... And Jeff Green didn't miss that. Like, he missed maybe two shots that game. Mm-hmm. You needed a miraculous appearance from one of your role players in order for you to and win. What the game. does that the, tell the, you about Kevin Durant?
0: But he, he dropped 50, a 50-point 50 yeah, triple but Kevin double. Durant, what else can you do? Kevin you need Durant. other guys. But Kevin Durant is, if we're going to talk about upper echelon guys, mm-hmm. you have to involve your team. I don't think he does a good job. Yeah, maybe his, you're going to tell me 10 assists. James Harden averaged 10 assists in a season, and he dribbled 20 of 24 seconds on the shot clock. You can get assist numbers in many ways. I don't think he does a great job of involving other players. And that's not and usually honestly, his role. And when you play him 100% of the minutes, you become, as a team, way too dependent on him. How are other guys supposed to have confidence when it's like, yo,
1: just give him the ball and clear every well, single possession? Well, because nobody we, number one, nobody else can do anything clearly. Number two, we know wow. that that team has no system. They can't do anything in we this know, style. Yeah. We, yeah, we know that team has no system. So now I think you look at Steve Nash and say, what did you do this season for Nothing. your team? to be, Exactly. So, you look at the coaching. There was pretty much virtually no coaching done at all. It was all all season one on one basketball. Give it to Kyrie. Give it to James. Give it to KD. Yeah. Let them produce something by themselves. KD has never been a playmaking type of player. So for us to sit there and expect, we know he's a as a, as a scorer, as a shooter, as a person who as a as a hooper, upper echelon, top in the world, as a playmaker. Mm, not so much, that, and, and we know right. that, and we've never given him a playmaking label or had an expectation expectation for him to be a playmaker. That's where James Harden, Kyrie, who can be playmakers, come into the game, and that's where how that's where their importance lies. James yeah. Harden, his importance lies in being able to make plays and be able being able to be a threat offensively, which he wasn't all see, all, all series. He couldn't be; he was mm-hmm. too injured. So everyone, wa- you know, you're saying Katie doesn't Katie deserves more flack. Fine, can he accept more blame? For sure but if you talk about the pecking order of blame in, in regards to brooklyn giving away a 2-0 lead which listen in game five i didn't really expect KD to go out there and carry and Bro, roll that at team the, to at win. the
0: end of the day like we're talking about they were missing kyrie kyrie left them with a 2-0 cushion mm. that's what people aren't necessarily even thinking about you had a 2-0 lead that's fine and You're, you couldn't finish off this series against a team that it, it becomes, coaches to lose Budenhoser wants to lose. Yeah, I agree. He tries actively to lose. They don't game plan. Drew Holiday was Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. As an Eric Bledsoe. He, mm. let, let's let see what he – his style line in that last game was abysmal. He was 5 for 23. Mm.
1: Something like similar still, style line we're, we'll talk about it later. It still took them an overtime to lose. Like, Look, like Milwaukee is not a bad team by any means. Do they mess up and have coaching issues and have player personnel issues that, you know, leads them to mess up on a lot of things when they shouldn't? Absolutely. We've seen this whole playoffs. We've seen them keep teams in games where the Bucks. the Bucks should have after Kyrie went down and James Harden come back, came back. The Bucks shouldn't have lost the game compared to th- their team as a whole, much better than Wade. The way Brooklyn was constructed without Kyrie. They've got the majority of the stars. They've got the continuity. The Bucks shouldn't have lost another game from they should have won game five, game six and game seven. Uh, I Game five and game six. It should have been no question, but Kevin Durant miraculously willed this team to win in Game Five, which kept them alive for a few more games. I I think a, a lot of could have squeezed of, one more out. Uh, could have squeezed one more out. It still took them to overtime. I think the Bucks. Yeah, and then he, he went over five in overtime,
0: and he airballed at a game winner. Imagine, Giannis? imagine, no, KD went
1: over five in he, overtime. He's playing and 50 he air plus minutes. The game winner. He's but playing ima- 50 plus minutes. But can you imagine on that?
0: But can you imagine LeBron James? Goes 0 for 5 in an overtime, then airballs the game winner. What would what would people even say about that? But anyways, that that's another, that's narrative, little, for another narrative. I want to say I, I want to say a couple things. Yeah. Two things. James Harden, it's not being talked about enough in a classic. I understand that he's not a hundred percent, but James Harden is notorious for choking when the games are on when the okay when the that. season's on the line. Five for seventeen, he went two for twelve from three. If you're hurting, don't, don't, play. don't shoot 12 3s threes. Don't play. That's one thing. Number don't two. Play. James Harden's playing on a busted hamstring. He's not very productive offensively. At all. He's not really doing many things defensively. He's not bad defensively. He had a couple of good closeouts, or a couple of good post-defensive def- plays. But he played every single minute of that game, 53. Landry Shamit played seven minutes total. Mm-hmm. Mike James, the guy who they got, the best player from Europe. Bro, they should DMP. have played
1: him, bro. DMP. Wow. I'm not
0: saying that give him all the minutes. but Give him some. For, Try it tell out. Tell me that they had... Two guys play off the bench. Jeff Green got 13 minutes. Shama got seven. Zero total points. Mm -hmm. You got nothing from your bench. You have three starters play over 50 minutes. One had 47. The other had 40. That is just not not strategic coaching. You're not doing anything. You're pretty much saying, you guys stay on the court and figure it out for me. Get it done. You have weapons. Mike James was crucial for them in the, the second half of the year. When Kyrie was out, Mike James was a stud. I don't know why he's not playing. Landry Shammit is a young prospect. Joe Harris is stinking the bed. They play pretty similar roles. Give Landry Shamet some run. Like, it, these are things that this is winnable basketball. Mm-hmm. You go to overtime with these guys, and you're playing like absolute garbage. This is what I mean by this is a winnable game. Kevin Durant, like, I understand you're tired, but the season's on the line. You're in overtime. You don't score a single basket. Not one. That's tough.
1: And, and that's where I want to go back to the pecking order because you said a lot of things about guys not playing, guys getting minutes, guys, get, guys getting too many minutes, where it speaks to Steve Nash did not put anybody on that Nets team in a position to win, in a position to win a series. You he literally, you saw how he hugged him after that game five. He's like, yo, you saved my behind. Like, there was no chance they should have won this game. You willed us to win that game. We shouldn't have won. And you can see that that you know he's thinking about that in that hug that he gave kevin durant other than in, in game five other than jeff green the next uh, highest point total was 17 for blake griffin and then after that it was nine landry shaman you're not getting any help your team is not helping you your coach is not helping you game six uh i believe the highest point total kevin durant drops 32 the next highest is james harden with 16 and then blake griffin with 12. you're not getting no help no one is put in a position to succeed and then in game seven Kevin Durant drops 48. Uh, James Harden went 22. A very inf- inefficient 22. And Blake Griffin was 17. And the next highest poll total, Bruce, Bruce Brown Jr. with 14. Um, scoring p- scoring uh, totals a little bit inflated there just because of the extra time there. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is, listen, I get it. He had a good Kevin, game, though, Bruce Kev- Brown. Kevin, yeah, he did have a good game. Kevin Durant, I understand the expectations should be higher for him. Um, if you're going to hold him to an all-world... Leader, top two, top three, top five player in the game. Sure. Expectations should be higher for him. My defense for him, number one, he's not known to be a playmaker. Never has never. I mean, maybe never will be a playmaker. Just, but just dependent on the, t- the guys he has on his team. Coaching really let him down. Injuries really let him down. At the end of the day, he did what he does best for the most part for the majority of the series was, which is score and rebound. And he did it at an all-world level, a, a world-class level. Um, and I think coaching really let him down. And I, I don't think it's fair for people to be like, we hold LeBron to this standard, we hold Kevin Durant. LeBron is in, is in, is in a, a stratosphere on his own. And we all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, for Kevin Durant, I think he did all that he could. I don't think he deserves much of the blame. I think the blame really has to go to Steve Nash. and like, It was ugly basketball. It was just give the ball to kevin and let him take us there and that's not going to win your games in playoffs everything slows down in the playoffs the stars the team with the stars always for the majority wins as long as the stars play well the bucks didn't really play that well i thought you know they kind of let brooklyn hang in there the mm-hmm. bucks should have done a way better job the Bucks should have been able to close out close out that series in six games um so for me i tip my hat off to kevin durant i respect what he did um coming and We've never seen someone come like this from an Achilles injury and be able to ball out like this. So, mm. I don't think you can expect much more from Kevin Durant. That's 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 me. I mean,
0: that's fair. I I still think if he wants to be compared to that, then we have to. But it is what it is at this point. I don't want to spend too much time on that because Giannis had an incredible series outside of Game Two, where they slapped, where they got, they got slapped. slapped. Yeah. Uh, so he played 30 minutes. He had 30 plus in every single game, including 40 40 point triple double in the closeout, and I think that needs to be talked about a little bit more because yeah. that's a guy who disappeared come playoff time a lot. Yeah. And he showed that he can do it. So I think that that's a great sign. One thing I'm sure that they, um, once they, they're, they're kind of like fretting a little bit. They're worried about is drew holiday was a little bit underwhelming. Right. Uh, I know that closeout game was not that great, but they're still expecting a little bit more from him. His percentages weren't that great. I'm pulling it up right now, but not the most efficient. Um, I think one game he me like single digits but like yeah 28.6 25% 28 again 10 10%, 10% very abysmal percentage numbers like he he got like he's going to defend yeah uh obviously that's his bread and butter but he's got to be a little bit more efficient but that that's it I mean I think
1: Milwaukee is I'm not sold on Milwaukee still I mean either I'm not I mean you want to talk about they squeezed you, it out you want to talk about the predictions for the next round for Milwaukee they're, and we'll we'll get into. Uh, I, we'll, I, I'm they're playing Philly. They're playing Atlanta. A red hot Atlanta, who, who 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 surprised everybody so far and has been able to beat some pretty solid teams. I mean, the Knicks. They should have. You know, I could see them beating. You know them.
0: what? It's not even the. It's not the beating them. It's the way that they beat them. The comebacks. Yeah. The end of game execution. It's, yeah. You're watching these first timers, and they they're so poised, and it's like, what is happening?
1: Yeah. So. To add on everything you say, I for, for for that prediction, like I'm not. We'll get into prediction later, but I'm not very confident in the Bucks winning just because they can't seem to really play together. They can't seem to excel together. They make some pretty stupid mistakes to keep out, to keep teams in the game. Um, coach, and they don't attack coach, mismatches. Coach, they don't attack mismatches. Coaching, I think, like you said, he hates winning. <laughs> um, it, it just, I'm, I, I don't, I'm not confident in in the Bucks. But let's move on to the next series that closed. Uh, out in the east. Uh the Sixers and the Atlanta Hawks. Uh the Hawks steal the series in seven games. uh media's going crazy about Philly. Uh what what are they gonna do now? A lot of things, you know, Atlanta comes back from a two one deficit. Um after you said that they would not win another game in this series. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe they did it. Um which honestly they had no business winning another game Absolutely in that series. Not. I'll stand by. I'll stand by by you on that one. Um, what do you take from that series, both Philly and both the Hawks? Um, you know, obviously the big story right now is about Ben Simmons. The big story is about the coaching, even Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. Um, we know, you know, um, Trey had a great series. Despite, honestly, I think he could have. I, I think he could have played better um, with with regards to his shooting from the field. I think. I think if he was more efficient, they. I would have been I would have loved to see what he would have done if they were, if he was more efficient. Um but give me your take on that series and on your take on the on you know where the Sixers go from here and Alana in the next round as well. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, first things first, I do have to apologize to, to the Hawks. Uh, any Hawks fans that are listening, I don't know if there's that many of them, but uh <laughs> I do apologize because I did say on air that they were not gonna win another game. And wow. Buddy. Did they ever? Did they ever? <laughs> they ended up winning three more games. So yep. uh first things first, their best player is Trey Young. By far. By a mile. Uh they they are energized through Trey Young. Trey yep. Young makes things happen. And I want to just want talk about one thing yesterday that like if you really want to explain Trey Young's value in a nutshell, you want to look at a game like yesterday where he goes five for twenty-three and they still win the win. game. Exactly. He had ten assists. And every single one of those assists it felt like was the biggest bat- like but bucket of the night to that point.
1: Easy bucket too, by the way. The He's way setting up you know what it easily. is,
0: you know what the the Achilles heel is for teams that are playing them is when you're running him down and it, the shot clock's like six, five, six seconds left, and you think you're about to get a turnover, and then he scurries in the paint, and you attack, and he lobs it up yeah, to, to easy, Capella and easily. or John Collins. Yeah, and that play. Is so demoralizing to Mm -hmm. defenses because you grind 23 of the 24 seconds, and this guy still gets up. and And if it's not the alley, it's the the floater, which has become virtually unstoppable at this point. So I was telling you yesterday, I was like, to me, Trey Young is like if Harden and Steph Curry had a baby, and he was still like super young, not fully developed (laughs) yet, it would be Steph because it it would would be be um, Trey because you get the shooting. That looks a lot like Steph curry shooting the depth mm-hmm. the kind of quality shot the, sh- the size the frame right and then you get the lobs in the 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 inside game the free throws the ridiculous contact that yeah not everybody agrees with but james does that but all in all it's two two of the very best offensive players and he's just a mix of both of them and i love seeing him embody this villain role i think he's been rocking it out and one thing that we've been talking about is their depth as a, as a roster they have Gallinari give them seventeen off the bench. They have Kevin Herder, the Red. Mama, I'm gonna let you the, talk about Kevin Herter. Yo,
1: Kevin Herder, and this is, listen, everybody that's in the NBA can play. You know what I mean? And, you know, they're all, hoopers. We, we, they're all hoopers. They can all they have skill. You're, if you're in the NBA, you're you're disgusting. You're the top 500 players in the world at, at this sport. When we talk about people being scrubs, and we talk about people role players, whatever, this is all in comparison to the top 500 players in the world. Kevin Herter, Kevin Herter by no means is a player that should destroy your team. And he has done nothing yet in his career to come out in a playoff game and destroy your team. Now, this is the problem as great as Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter is, um, he's a good, he's a good shooter. He's a smart player. Um, he hit some, some last second wild shots uh during that game seven that you know you know without that play like i don't know if they make they get over the hump i don't know if they get past uh philly so mm-hmm. he came up big so you he know, killed seth curry he, and that's the problem that i was gonna get to is that he killed seth curry all game and i understand seth curry by no means is all defense at, by, by any means but why am i still seeing seth curry guard kevin hurt in the fourth quarter why because they have a coach who, just like Coach Bud, doesn't like to win series. Doesn't like to win games too much. does And has make, a track record. And has a track record of it. And doesn't like to make in-game adjustments. If I'm, you know, I get it. If Kevin Herter is killing me, I don't want to put one of my best defenders on him. But if he's killing me, I got to put Matisse Stiebel, who's all defense. Tabooli. I got to gotta put bully on him. I got to put a Benton on him maybe for a bit. I got to put a Danny Green on him for a bit. Put, Especially when Trey Young is 5 for 23. Exactly. You're letting. Trey Young shot 39% from the field this whole series. Extremely inefficient. There's no excuse why the Atlanta Hawks should still win this series. Shot 32% from three. Inefficient shooting all around. I get it. Trey can also impact the game in other ways. His passing has been great. Average 11 assists this series. He was great. But when you think about the Hawks, you're like, oh yeah, Trey Young probably. If you don't watch the series, you'll be like, oh yeah, okay, Trey Young probably averaged. 30 on 50% shooting, 45% shooting from three. None of that happened. Average 30, average 29 points a game, but shooting numbers weren't like that at all. So you're going to let, I got a Kevin Herter who's not proven, keep on destroying you and you're not going to make that adjustment. That is the main issue. Hats off to Kevin Herter who took advantage of that mismatch and was able to produce in that mismatch. Um, we thought the, the Hawks were deep. Now they're even deeper clearly. Um, but the Sixers have problems, man. Coaching problems. You you don't want to get rid of your first year coach, Doc Rivers, who you know comes in, chokes away another lead. At what point is it not a coincidence though? It's for, not for
0: Doc Rivers. It's not. It because last it, year you choked not. away the games and you gave up double digit leads. You gave up a twenty six point lead at home,
1: bro. There's no excuse at this point that you know we're here to give the blame out. I guess today and and we haven't even started talking about Ben Simmons. Which have we? We will talk about. But at this point, Doc Rivers, it's clear. He makes no adjustments. I, don't, I don't, haven't seen one adjustment throughout that whole series. Um, In-game especially. In-game especially. Does not put anybody in a position to succeed. Um, he, we, we thought, and it seemed like he had a great offensive flow between Tobias, um, who also struggled a little bit shooting-wise uh, in this series, but with Tobias, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid, we saw in the regular season that it seemed to be a great fit. But when it comes to the playoffs, everything slows down. You get picked apart. Your strategy gets picked apart. And he was not able to recover from that. Tobias was eight for twenty-four in Game Seven. That's your guy, though. Yeah. You want to talk about my Harris? That's your Harris, and he, both Harris's did not Tough. did not come through. That's not fourteen
0: rebounds, twenty-four points. No, up. yeah, he still, still managed. To, he, still, he still managed to impact
1: the game, but if when you have a point guard who cannot shoot the basketball, Tobias Harris becomes a lot more imper- important from a shooting perspective. Right. I'm gonna let you start with yeah. your Ben Simmons. I, I was going to pose this. a question for you to start okay, the Ben Simmons thing but
0: have you ever seen
1: another star
0: or a player in the NBA or in any sport yeah literally get scared to perform their job like afraid of it not not they're bad at it or they're inefficient at it like they're just afraid of it because Ben Simmons
1: is afraid what's great about history is that you we've seen this before we've seen players scared to attack the line to, to attack the basket cuz they don't want to go to the free throw line point guards not point All guards. stars. LeBron has done it in the past. Uh, I, there's the, the the Bill Simmons podcast LeBron. where they talked about Paul Le- Pierce LeBron, being afraid. LeBron would still average 27 while doing that. I though. agree, but there's still some sort of fear and doubt in their head. Ben Simmons is a different level, though. And what what I kind of am confused about, though, you know, for the most part, is that why why do we hold Ben Simmons to a very high standard, offensively at the very least. Well, he averaged fourteen points a game in the season. He's but he capable. has he right. He's capable, but he has nothing to his game that. Leads us to expect much from him offensively, bro.
0: What do you mean? At the very least, he should be aggressive and drive to the basket. At the very least, at the,
1: but that's all he can do. Exactly. And even but if he goes, even if he gets to the line, he shoots poorly from the free throw line. So sure,
0: but he doesn't shoot this poorly. This is like uncharacteristic,
1: very uncharacteristic. It's in his head at this point. There's, there's no oh, doubt there's about no it. But Ben Simmons has a zero offensive game. You know, I think I'll, you know coming to the league, everyone kind of marvelled at him being a six eight. 6'10", whatever, however tall he is, point guard, big, strong, fast, athletic. This shooting has been a problem for four years now. This year, I told you before we got here, this year was supposed to be Ben Simmons' year of just attempting shots. Yo, that's how low the standard is. Ben, just attempt shots. You don't care if it goes in or not. In the preseason, he attempted two threes. He made one of them. The whole crowd went nuts. That's how low the standard is for his offensive game. And he's still couldn't produce that. Yeah. So there is, it's a bit of two things. I get it, he didn't attack the basket. He didn't He averaged 14 on the season. He could have at least averaged 14 in the playoffs. He could have attacked the basket more, but at the same time, he's never been a good shooter. He's never been a good offensive player. I don't really know why we've put him in this category of being a star or you know, he's, he's getting paid 30 million. He, and right. he's an all-star. He's an all-star, but it's never been for his offense. At this point, I, you know the, the report came out with him in Austra- not, not playing for Australia. Um, finally working on his skills, which should have been done two years ago at least. Um, but at this point, it's in his head. If he cannot learn how to shoot, this team will never win with a point guard who cannot shoot. Yeah. To your point about the what you mentioned
0: earlier, like Jim Jackson was calling the game, and mm-hmm. he, he was saying Jackson, like bro. there were a few times where Ben took it to the rim and he missed missed the layup, missed the mm-hmm. turnaround, um, whatever, like skyhook. Yeah. Abysmal. And Jackson was or Jim Jackson was like, you know what? You just got to be happy. He took the shot. And that's I was like, the, how low the standard I was is. Like, this is a guy making $30 million. This is a guy who was an all-star five months ago. Yeah. Four, or three months ago, mm-hmm. whenever it was. And now we're like, oh, you know what? It's okay that you're missing layups. At least you're taking them.
1: That's how bad it's What become? happened to this guy? And that's how bad it's become. He attempted, I think, so game seven, it was like four shots. Game six, it was six shots. Game yeah, eight, five, 14 it was shots four. in the
0: last four. In the last four games, he took zero shots in the fourth quarter. He got benched the last five minutes of the last two and, games.
1: And you can't have that. Imagine from your, starting your number point two guard. option is getting benched in the last game. What? Like, it, it, Offensively, he's just not there. No. He's not there. He's not even close to being there. Um, he's never really improved offensively. He's just gotten bigger, stronger, faster as his career has gone um free throw shooting i think he's gotten worse he's shot five percent from the free throw line maybe it was um but when you have that collection of just you can't shoot you have no mid-range game you have no post game not zero post game all you can do is rely on your body to take it to the take it to the basket you're there's nothing encouraging him to shoot at this point and he's got to go back to the lab he's got to put in that work and he's got to come out next season with some sort of jump shot, with some sort of offensive game added to his repertoire. So they're not going to win. They're not going to go far with a point guard like this.
0: Let's talk about the comments that they made because uh, Doc Rivers was asked if if Ben could be the starting guard for a championship team. He said, I don't know. And then Joel Embiid uh, came back because there was a point in time where Ben Simmons gave up a wide-open dunk in the fourth quarter and then the sequence of events. But Joel Embiid says, I thought the turning point was when we... That play. Was that play, essentially, right? So what do you think about like his teammates flaming him like that? Or like his, his guys?
1: Number one, Doc Rivers threw him under the bus and... Took no blame. Doc Rivers should legit be fired for that. Like, That's your star point guard. No matter how bad he performed, if somebody asks you, do you think going forward this is, can be the guy, you have to say yes. Even if you don't believe it, you it's your responsibility to make it happen. You're the coach of this team. If he doesn't have it now, you're responsible for him to develop, for him to grow and for him to improve. So for you to say, I don't know, that shows maybe a lack of confidence. Number one in him, number two, in your own abilities, because you clearly can't coach this kid to be better. Um, and number three, you don't, you have no confidence in the organization. That's a, that's got firing worth worthy answer. How do me now how does Ben Simmons as a player report to training camp next year and be like, This is my coach, this is the guy that's gonna get me there? It's impossible, man. So well, that's a that's a horrible answer, man. Look, that's on, a horrible on, on the one
0: side I do think it's a horrible answer, and Kenny Smith brought up a great point in the postgame. He's like five minutes prior to you being asked that question you were rolling with this guy and you were of of the belief that we were going to win a championship yeah so now you you can't come out and you literally cannot come out and say that because it's just not true Mm. unless you never believed in him from the get-go like there there's no you, you didn't just stop believing him five minutes ago right so that was one thing but on the other side man like ben you need to hear this like sometimes at this point especially you need to be told this because now you're not even trying to shoot. It. You're yeah. a detriment to the team. You're, first of all, you're guarding Trey Young, who's averaging 30 points a game. Okay, I mean, you're making him less efficient, but he still had 10 points in the fourth. Mm-hmm. He's still getting off those assists that are killing everyone, yeah. killing the momentum, killing the everything that you do defensively. You're not shooting. You're sitting on the court. like You're a detriment to the team at this. Yeah. You need to hear this. So I don't think that
1: – How do you hear that, though? Do you hear it like that?
0: Oh, it doesn't matter.
1: It you, does for sure. You stop matter. playing, bro. You gave up on it. It does for sure, matter. Because I'm on. You're already hearing it from the media. Bro, you the know other, you're going to hear. The other guy you is playing cannot, with
0: a torn meniscus. He's a center, and he's averaging 30
1: points a game. You cannot hear it publicly like that from your coach. Yeah, it sucks. Because that, like, that's the cherry on top of the cake. The media is after you, Joel Embiid. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with what Joel Embiid said. That it was the turning point of the game do i care if he says it publicly not really whatever but your coach that's the dude that's responsible for you and as a coach like like it's almost like that's like that, that's your son you know that's your child those are your players you know what i mean you got to look after you got to cover those guys as much as you can behind closed doors tell him, hey listen bro you can't shoot for crap you got to go to the gym this summer and you gotta shoot that's fine publicly not a big fan of it especially when the coach no, they put him on the spot especially when the coach hasn't done anything to make this team successful yeah, in the playoffs
0: that, that one that one was a little crazy so you need to look at you yourself know, we've, in the mirror. We've,
1: we've come and talked about how nick nurse has been loud and has been has been wrong for criticizing guys like norman powell guys like freddie or whoever in the media why they, is didn't
0: this? This they
1: didn't do this though didn't do this but that, it's still, that's historic it's still, it's still your player man it's still your guy that's still the guy you got to roll with you can't be doing that publicly and, and your team has like, championship Nick Nurse expectations
0: norm after he had
1: 35 being like yeah don't worry he's still <laughs> he's not closely, that great it's like bro but regardless it doesn't matter like it's still your guy this is the guy you're rolling to win a championship with if you could if you don't believe that then either number one trade him in the offseason or you you leave your job
0: well, let's But well, he has no trade market unfortunately
1: he i mean who um, wants him at this point
0: i mean i mean no listen i you mean can, you
1: know what you can you know, you can take him and teach him how to shoot i think it's still a possibility to, teach him or how to shoot or build
0: a team around him where he doesn't need to shoot he could just
1: driving kick. At, at this point, man, I, I, I don't think as, as a point guard and as a starting point guard, he needs to be a free throw you, shooter. You have to be at least some sort of shooter. doesn't have to be a three point shooter, mid range, post game free throws are very key, but you will no team in this league will win without a point guard that cannot shoot. doesn't care. I don't care if they're past first or not. If that point guard cannot shoot and is not a threat, Offensively, that team will not win. And we've seen that in the last 10 years, last 15 years, every team has had a, uh, uh, every team has had a point guard who is a threat offensively. So you can't do it. You have to teach them how to shoot. You have to, it's been, I don't know how it took you four years to realize Sixers came out with a report this uh, this morning saying they're committed to teaching him how to shoot or whatever. It took you four years to do that? It took the well, whole first year off,
0: brother. Brett Brown, that's the only excuse. He Still, didn't know well, how to do it. Do, do it.
1: organization-wise, fine. But like, Teach him how to freaking shoot, and let, let's see what he comes back with next year.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Let's move on to the West. The Clippers had a, what a series, eventful man. week, like, man. They, they lost Kawhi Leonard, so he sprained his ACL. He's pretty much Poor or sprained? Sprained, for now. sprained for now. Pretty man. much out for the conference final. Um, and that doesn't seem to be an issue problem. given that series. I know that they ended up losing game one. But in that series against Utah, they closed them out. And I wanna say Paul George, playoff P is in full effect.
1: He deserves some flowers, man. 100%, he's he's he's, he's he's redeeming himself. Game from five last year.
0: without Kawhi. He had 37 points and sixteen rebounds. Yep. And then in the closeout game, he went and had where is it here? 30, 28 points. Twenty nine and seven. Twenty eight, nine and seven. He deserves it, man. In the he closeout had, game. He had
1: great he had great games. So that's
0: one thing I wanna say he had a great series. He was very efficient, scored a lot, he's playing well. Before we move on from
1: that point, though, he looks better without Kawhi. I don't yeah, know if it's, this is a chemistry issue. It's Listen, it's tough to play with two dominant wings. It's very difficult to play with two dominant wings. I don't know, man. Even wings, with Kawhi, man. he was playing all right. All right, but he wasn't excelling like this. Obviously, maybe he has to carry more. There's more on his shoulders Definitely. when when, you, when you're when you the only guy. But he just looks so much more comfortable because he can just go out there and hoop and do whatever he wants and do his thing. Um, so I will pro, I will pose that as a... A question mark, maybe, to keep watching it for that. Let's just see how he does without Kawhi, because he looks great. He 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 looks like Paul George of old. So smooth, um, a killer offensively. Gets to the line whenever he wants. So smart. Um, so he he's definitely redeeming himself. This uh, this that he redeemed yeah. himself that series, and he's do, and he's play, been been playing well.
0: Another guy, are you were you gonna say something? No, go, ahead, go say ahead. Another guy, Reggie Jackson. I want to talk about him. So Reggie Jackson, game five without Kawhi. 22 points, shot 8 for 15, closeout game, 27 points, 10 assists. So happy. 10 for 16 from the field. This is great. Uh, it carried over, I think, into game one of the this conference final. But those last two games, that series for Reggie Jackson, wow. Where did that come from?
1: Listen, you made fun of me last year for when I said the Clippers picked up Reggie Jackson from Detroit off the buyout late, late last season. And he can't play. He can't whatever. He's a scrub or he's washed or whatever maybe. I don't know what it was he was though guys just don't lose it like it's that. been a year <laughs> you think he approved this much in a year like this uh, why not part of it is, no Wait, no he he could play like this we saw shades of this in okc and we knew he could play we knew he could be a starting guard on a team maybe not a championship team but on a, on a pretty solid team he's always hooped like this it just i think i you know opportunity sometimes the stars align and things just work out um it seemed like whenever they needed a big bucket he was the one to hit that big bucket for them Big layups. Rudy Gobert was trash. Was defensive player of the year my booty cheeks, bro. He could he Reggie was taking right at him and Rudy did not stand a chance. And it lo- it was so nice to watch. Um he's been he's been really solid. And 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 that's what you can that's what they wanted from him when they when they came on last year. Yeah. All I have to say
0: about Rudy Gay I mean Rudy, Gay. Rudy Gobert. Rudy is, Gobert. Wow. If you are a player that a team can game plan against and take you completely out of a game you should never even sniff 200 million (laughs) dollars i'm not i'm not saying he doesn't deserve money that he should be broke no is he overpaid a million percent yes is he overrated a million percent yeah this guy in the closeout game was a team worth 24.
1: how many blocks did he have in the last few games
0: so he don't had think 0 he had blocks in the closeout game and he had 0 blocks in game 5. So now you're getting 0 blocks in both games. You're really not defending anybody because and this is something that we need to give credit to is Tai Lu.
1: He did a great job of taking him out of the paint. Tai Lu, a great job.
0: I have been outspoken Everybody. on <laughs> slamming Tai Lu as and I never thought he was a legitimate coach. Yeah. And he not only is the most winningest uh in terms of game 7s i think he's like got like 10 and 1 record in game 7s wow wow he is an incredible incredible adjustments guy
1: he is he's much better than that that is rivers.
0: Uh, that is something and you know last year when doc rivers left they say, well paul george better not you know get too excited cuz this is my assistant is going to be bench, the same yeah. thing look at that man they adjusted yeah and they took an all-star Defensive player of the year out of the game completely. Yep. Out of the series. And the cherry on top is Mr. Terrence Mann. Yeah. Who had a fantastic, I think he had 39 points in that game six. Game seven. Game Game, six. They they won
1: it in six games. Missed six shots only. 15 of 21, or something like that. It
0: was a great, it was a great performance. It was a great closeout, a great series. Um, I thought the Clippers did a great job, but Ty Lu was the most impressive. He might be the best coach in the league left of the
1: the four. Uh, you no, know what? That's not true. Monty No, Williams. no, 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 no. Monty, Monty Williams. Williams. Nate McMillan. We haven't even given him any flowers when we talk about Atlanta. He has done a ridiculous job. They're great job. coaches, man. A ridiculous job and of that team, man. Three of the four coaches left are African American coaches. Exactly.
0: And they're former players, which shows you the value in that. Exactly. Um so I who was who was I arguing with? Hannah and He's a like what does it mean? So, what if you were a former player? What is that? It's a big deal. What does that give you the experience over some guy who coached? Of course, well, of course, I of course. Know what I'm talking about. Of course, yeah. Now helps. Three of the four coaches are former players, so that that's you. That's
1: your resume for <laughs> you. That's the experience. Well, I, I want to go back to your Rudy Gobert Gobert point. Not only like, not only does he have no offensive ability, other than catching a lob and maybe a dunk here here and there, um, two hundred million dollars to not be productive on any end of the floor is like it's it, that's heartbreaking it's for, for it, it's heartbreaking for a team and oh, it's criminal and and you know if to get zero blocks in two games the two very pivotal important games you, you're defensive player of the year brother what are you doing mm-hmm. i get it coaching that he uh coaching on the opposite end. Ty tylu did, did an amazing job of taking him out of the paint forcing him to guard corner threes um opening the lane for his team but you're you're beginning you're to pay 200 million dollars to rim protect mm-hmm. that's pretty much what and it is and you weren't able to do that so that's tough um i also as great as donovan mitchell was as you know he did whatever he could possibly think about doing to try to get his team to win he did not have a great series mentally or iq wise and what I mean by that is that a lot of times he would just settle for chucking up random threes. Mm-hmm. He would go three of 15 from three and keep on shooting, keep on shooting. And that's, you got to realize that does not do anything for your team. Number one, your confidence decreases. Cause you keep on missing your threes. Number two, you, you're taking away shots from other guys who can shoot threes. Jordan Clarkson can shoot threes, um, Bogdanovich can shoot threes, um, Joe Ingles can shoot threes. Royce can shoot threes. They've got guys who can shoot threes. Instead, of you're taking the ball up yourself and chucking up these wild threes. And they're not even close. They're hitting backboard and out. They're uh, not doing look, anything.
0: Look, I don't want to do that because he did shoot 44% from three.
1: But in the times where it mattered. But you know what? you got the to hold st- them. It's
0: not the series. That's like total playoffs.
1: So, uh, so, yeah, take that series alone. Let's Maybe let's pull up the number for the series alone. But it, it, it just – it just like at times where they needed to play as a team, they didn't. And it was just Jonathan Mitchell taking the ball up and running and shooting threes and chucking up threes that didn't matter and didn't help the team. So despite how how great it was, I think he's a he's a star in the making. We we, we know oh, we know he's, he's, not we know he's here. He's we star. know he's a star. We Second know,
0: straight playoff run he's average over thirty points a
1: game. So we know he's a star. We know he's got pretty much everything in his offensive repertoire. Now it just comes down to your your shot selection. How are you getting to your shots? Yeah. How smart are you playing? And that's where he's going to improve for next year.
0: So his three-point shooting was pretty good in the series, 40%, 50%, 50, mm. 56 did not 40, seem like that at all. 60%. There was one game where he shot 29%. He was 4 for 14. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did want to say about him, though, was I think he can be a better playmaker. I think he sure. can. So outside of the closeout game where he had nine points, it was five assists, four, four, five, five. Mm. I think Donovan Mitchell should comfortably be at seven assists a game. Like, there's no reason for you to not be at 24 points a game seven assists mm. seven rebounds six rebounds that you're 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 that like to me i'm not saying he should have had that i'm saying that's the next step because yeah. at this point he's a superstar we know you can score 30 points a game yeah. we know you can you're unguardable you're athletic you're smart you he's can, d wade he's you he's know he's a he's a, reincarnation he's a d. Wade. great player but i think at this point the playmaking aspect needs to get a little bit better, involve yeah. your teammates a little bit more. Mm. Instead of, like you said, shooting those crazy exactly. threes. It's like you do so many great things and then you come down and you shoot this wild three and, and, and it's such like every possession matters.
1: It's a pivotal it's a pivotal moment, exactly. The Even playoffs, if you, you shoot can't well.
0: afford one of those possessions, especially at the end of the game. So that is the next thing. The IQ for sure, like you said, and I think if he can get that up to seven assists a game
1: beauty uh, who knows where they Where go. it's
0: not like and and seven assists i don't mean like four 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 nine i mean like <laughs> steady seven, seven six eight seven, eight, seven yeah. you know in that area yeah. per game i think yeah. that that's going to be the next step for him to take him to that level
1: lastly the western conference finals have begun mm-hmm. uh not maybe not lastly but Western conference finals have begun the clippers taking on the phoenix suns phoenix suns take game one without chris without paul. chris paul due to COVID, which is boo yeah, huge bs I yo pk you're that.
0: gonna like this story so chris paul apk chris paul is double <laughs> vaccinated yeah okay and this dude has no symptoms but he still has to sit out
1: they don't want to see you win it's yeah. that simple bro but they listen there was there was talks about uh chris paul texting his brother or uh, yeah, son, CJ uh, and his brother was giving out commands or advice during the game to the, to the sons. But that's jokes, man. I want to talk about how great of a team this is. How this is like, you know, you're a great team. You, they did come out a bit sloppy without CP. They did have to make adjustments without CP. But campaign played big, played big min- minutes Ayton's still playing big minutes. Bridges playing big minutes. Campaign and having, had nine assists. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Still have it. And then, and then um, Bridges having to come out and guard uh, PG. Sarich, um D book. Jeez, D book is the second coming. First of Kobe triple Bryan. double. Everybody has been saying he's the second coming of Kobe Bryant, and the way he plays, it's a it's a carbon copy mm-hmm. of Kobe. He gets to whatever spot he wants. He shoots whatever shot he wants. The handle is there. It's tight. He he works the pick and roll effortlessly and perfectly. Um, and this is where the value and the importance of a mid range game in a play in the playoffs. You know, people say the mid-range game is dead and it, Yeah, I get it. It is. But in the playoffs, you see the mid-range game come alive again because when teams press you and force you to drive in, it's important for you to be able to get to your spot, to get to the corner, to get to the baseline, and be able to pull up and shoot over anybody. Mm-hmm. And the book has no flaw. No flaw offensively. And he had that 40-point uh, triple-double gu- triple in game one. That's the kind of thing that we're talking about Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. You have to be also... Have to drop forty, but you also have to be able to make plays for your team, and that's exactly what we saw Devin Booker do. Yeah, Um, PG
0: had thirty-four that game, but he shot ten of twenty-six. Tough game, not efficient. And Reggie Jackson continued with twenty-four, six, and four, efficient night. So he's still playing. But Nick Batum five points, Marcus Morris six, T-MAN nine, Rondo eight, Zubats nine. Cousins, they played eleven and four and thirteen minutes. Like he plays productive minutes, but they Can just never did play. Can he do that for him. a long time? No, exactly, that's the thing, right? thing, right? Yeah. And Aiton's a young, athletic
1: dude. Aiton is so good,
0: bro. I love that team. Aiton is so and so good. When you really think about like what you saw from them last night, beating the Clippers without Chris Paul, and then you know you're getting Chris Paul because he's not hurt. He's just right. waiting to be cleared. Yeah, he's he's healthy. He's ready to go. So once he's back, it's gonna be great. I love this team. I hope that they. This is their chance. It doesn't get any more realistic than this for, I, I for think Chris going Ball to win a chip.
1: They're going to go to the finals. I hope so, man. I, I'm going to call without
0: without Kawhi. It might be a bit much for the Clippers.
1: I'm going to call them in six. No Kawhi. Yeah, them I in six. I no mean, Kawhi. I got
0: I got Phoenix in five. So we'll even see. better. There you go. Uh, shout out to the Suns and four guys That guy's a full-on I celebrity. That guy's a celebrity, legend, bro. Made He's a lot of money legend. in the last week or so. Uh, one last thing that we want to discuss was a uh, special request from yeah. the listener. Yeah uh this, this, guy this guy wants to, is for you buddy this is for you and hannah's gonna like this topic too this guy wants to get me going yeah. uh so he goes every team that was that backed out of the larry sweepstakes During has flamed deadline. out of the playoffs yes the lakers and every single sixers, one of them was missing a guard. The heat yep
1: um yeah so the lakers sixers Heat, all out of the playoff race all mm-hmm. were suitors for kyle lowry at the trade deadline mm-hmm. could any of these teams have used lowry Could they have one of having Lowry instead or having Lowry as an addition to Ben Simmons? What do you think? I think the answer is obvious. I know you're not going to like the answer, but I think it's obvious.
0: Well, okay, let's talk about from a purely
1: objective point of view.
0: So Miami, there's no chance that Lowry helps them not get swept. And in, in fact, it turns from a sweep to a series win. You're out of your mind if you think Lowry is the key factor to change. I agree with that one. What happened one. in Miami? So I don't even want to hear that one. Yeah. Uh, Philly, do I think that Lowry would have done anything different to? Yes. Defend no, Trey Young? Not about defend. Maybe I don't. He's a good defender. I'm not. I'm not gonna Philly, give. Philly. Philly would probably be the most realistic one for me.
1: Listen, Philly did their job on defending Trey Young. If you're gonna make him get inefficient thirty point games, that's what. Like but that's, that's what, what he. That's is what it's about. But that's what that, it's about. That's his game, though. He's pl- not efficient in, in the playoffs. You just you the guys, stars shouldn't be shut down. They should just be slowed down. But he played the same though. He's you add you regardless. add somebody you add somebody like Kyle Lowry who can shoot, who can make defensive plays as well. But that's the Who thing can the spread whole, the floor? He
0: can't shoot in the playoffs. People forget. Uh, uh, people forget.
1: Lowry was not, a listen, playoff nobody, struggler. Nobody can shoot worse than Ben Simmons. Well, he doesn't shoot. Exactly. <laughs> so you can't get worse than that, and you, you still, can if you're and, you still,
0: and you still took the Atlanta Hawks to the maximum, Bro, the, to the seven games. How many games did Lowry have a goose egg? Zero points. Too many. You think? Yeah. Too many. Too many. I remember two off the top. Too many. I don't know. Man. I think it makes a difference. I think it makes a huge difference for because they
1: they were playing four and five offensively.
0: I think if Philly had Danny Green because he was off for injury, it would have been fine. I don't think had, and I don't think gonna, it would have had Danny anything Green? to do with Kyle Lowry. Would they have a lot of guards already? Tyrese he played a great game. Like, he's not a bad player. Well, I don't know what Lowry would have done different.
1: Just being available to shoot—that's uh, literally all they needed. A so guard like who Simmons, was available. Would Ben Simmons come off the bench, or would he play the two, or like how would that work? Yeah, I hope they trade away Ben Simmons at this point. They that they, they don't they they need Ben Simmons because Lowry can play off the ball. Lowry has done that with Freddie many times this season, many times in the wow. past.
0: Then like, that's a very clutch thing. What? Kyle Lowry has played 13 games with exactly zero points. Is that the playoffs only? Uh, it sounds like career, career yeah. wise. Okay, career PK wise. that in the chat. I, the
1: I mean that 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 could be an inflated stat because had a, inflated. K- K- Kyle Lowry's had a Kyle Lowry has had a long career number one and had a very rough st- rough start well, in his career. You new. can't inflate I the amount know. of
0: times you score zero points. Yeah, it's but just a when
1: fact. when did it happen in the regular season? In in, in the beginning of his career, only regular season. Only regular season? Only regular season? In and the, I, and in, the two in, off in the, the top are
0: playoff games.
1: So. Listen, bro, come on. I, I do think it makes a difference. I I do think if the Sixers had Kyle Lowry, they do win that series. Maybe they took them to seven without. They don't win a chip. Without no. a shooting, they don't win a chip. I don't think they win a chip. I think they, they definitely get past Atlanta, uh, maybe in six, I guess. But because the Sixers had no business throwing away that series, a star a star player, all star player like, yeah. like Lowry helps them. Three
0: playoff games with zero points, bro. That's okay, too whatever. Many. That's
1: too many. At least he shot the ball. The Lakers. Um <sighs> do I think they get past the no, first round? No, they were they don't. just missing AD. They don't That's it, man. That's all it
0: is. Yeah, yeah. Man, I swear Raptors fans are just delusional. Well, anyways.
1: I'm just gonna give it I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the Sixers the nod on that one. You might not. I think the Sixers do win with Kyle Lowry. Uh, I just don't understand heat. why people think Lowry is the savior here,
0: yeah, but we we couldn't even make the playoffs and he's supposed to <laughs> lead these franchises to a
1: ring. <laughs> Take
0: us to the playoffs. Whatever. Um,
1: that being said, that might be the last topic that we've got for today. Yeah. Um, and nothing else to, to talk about. We, there was a bunch of moves, a bunch of injuries, a bunch of trades, uh, a bunch of coaching decisions that were that were made this, this week. Um, we'll recap those Later on, maybe at the end of the season, we'll get everybody updated up to date on those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for now, it's about all about playoff basketball, um, all about the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference finals. Um, your take on the the Hawks and the Bucks? Who are you taking there? That's a tough one because I hate, I'm not confident the Hawks in, and seven. Oh. It, it, the the thing for me is I it, just if Drew Holiday Bucks.
0: can shut down Trey Young completely, I don't know, but I'm not confident in the Bucks.
1: I have no faith in the Bucks. I I've, think John I've,
0: Collins is going to give Giannis a hard time.
1: That's very, very interesting. I would love to see that because I would love to see Giannis not make the finals um, purely because he signed that extension and did not yeah. even consider the Raptors. As much as I don't have faith in the Bucks and as much as I've kept on underestimating the Hawks, I'm going to go Bucks in seven. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what, how it turns out. We'll see if Giannis manages to not get shut down. We'll see how it goes. Uh, But with that being said, we'll come at you uh, next week. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, wherever you can send a DM, we're there. And then follow us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, uh, wherever you can listen to our podcast, wherever you can listen to audio or or watch video, we're there as well. Uh, This podcast is brought to you by Baller's Life, and we'll come at you next week. Easy.